Welcome to Rock Your Brain, Rock Your Life, the only podcast hosted by a high-achieving tech leader and certified coach that teaches you how to use proven cognitive tools to rewire your brain so you work 10 to 20% less while crushing your goals. And you'll do this in 180 days. Hi, I'm Sarah. After decades of frantically overworking, never believing I could achieve big goals in my life and feeling constantly anxious, overwhelmed, and burnt out daily at work, I finally figured work out. I learned how to work less while identifying and nailing goals I never thought possible. I learned how to feel calm, confident, and a sense of ease at work. So if you're a high achiever who wants to achieve big goals, but doesn't even think it's possible unless you work a gajillion hours, or doesn't even think big goals are possible in any way, shape, or form, this podcast is for you. I keep it simple. You'll learn the neuroscience-based cognitive tools I and my clients use daily to work less while achieving more than they ever imagined. Quick side note, you'll run the risk of being passionately in love with your career. Hello, rock stars. So this week, all right, well, first of all, let me tell you what's going on personally. I fly tomorrow to St. Croix with one of my best girlfriends, and we're going to go spend five days, six days with one of our other best girlfriends who has a house in St. Croix. And I've never been, and you all know how much I love to travel and explore. So I'm super excited to go and hang out on a beach and be in the sun and hang out with my girlfriends and just enjoy life. So I am getting a bunch of work done before I head on a plane tomorrow. And I'm very excited to bring you part two of how to easily work less every day. So if you missed part one, that was last week, um, I gave you one tool and that tool was all about your beliefs. And so just as a quick reminder, about 18 months ago, I started working about four days a week, 32 hours a week, while completely nailing crazy, ridiculously high goals every year um, and feeling calm and confident and having spaciousness in my life. And so this is one of the results my clients achieve over and over again through our work together. So if you want to work, say 20% less, feel spacious in your life while crushing your goals. I got you. Oh my God. I actually just got an email from one of my clients. My client came to work with me to get a promotion and she graduated from my coaching program six months ago. And her manager just emailed me to say that she got a promotion. So I'm so excited when our work together just keeps building and growing even after you graduate from my program. So this week is all about lesson number two, which is called getting shit done. I teach this in the Rockstar program, and it's really all about using your calendar. And don't immediately think, oh my God, another time management thing. It is nothing about time management. It is really about how to use your brain to create a life that aligns with your priorities and how you want to spend your time and how you want to live the life that you want. That's what this is all about. So why do I teach the getting shit done process? Okay. There's, there's three reasons. Using this process, the getting shit done process is a way of aligning what you desire for work and your life and how you spend your time with actually making it happen. 
So I believe that if you look at someone's calendar, you see their priorities, you see what's important to them in their lives at work and in their personal life. And for me, number two, using the calendar is a way of taking things out of my brain and putting them somewhere I can track and make happen. Remember, the load on your brain to remember things is real. Cognitive load is real. And trying to remember things totally distracts you from feeling calm, creative, and spacious, right? So get it in the calendar. And the third why is accountability to yourself and creating the results that you want in all parts of your life, whether it's your OKRs at work, it's feeling strong and fit with a consistent exercise program, it's time with friends. All of this is about you being accountable to yourself and living the life you want. That's why I use the calendar. That's why I invented the getting shit done process in my program, the Rockstar program. So that's the why. And then let's talk about what I put in my calendar. As an example, I put about 90% of what I do in my calendar. And this includes naps on work days. This includes when I exercise. This includes big times to play, open blocks, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, when I don't work, like other than exercise and dates with friends, I have lots of big blocks of time to honor what's going to make me feel effing alive today. Is it walking Marley in the Presidio or is it reading a book on my couch or is it writing some social media content for you all to learn from? Like what makes me feel alive? What do I feel like doing? I put in my calendar when I drive an hour to see a friend, dates with my girlfriends or my boyfriend. My workday starts at nine. So my calendar is blocked for work prior to nine. And I do work every now and then before nine, but it's with very few exceptions. I consistently go to bed at 9.30 at night. I consistently wake up at 6.30 in the morning. So for work, all my meetings are in there, my deliverables, the results, like I have a recurring meeting notice for, you know, create my podcast. So everything goes in the calendar. And so let me tell you, when I started doing this process a couple of years ago, when I started doing this, you know, work on my relationship with spending my time living the life I want, my calendar looked full. It was crammed full of things to do. Big picture, I felt like my calendar was in charge of me versus I was in charge of my calendar. So my calendar was full. I had to follow it to the T. I did not give myself a lot of buffer time and free time. I mean, I did put in the fact that like evenings were free, but I didn't have a lot of buffer time during the day. Time just to like not be doing stuff. I had to be delivering whatever I put in my calendar. If I put a deliverable in there, I had to follow that time and I had to deliver on it. I felt a little frazzled, a little like, oh my God, I got to be delivering. And so that was like phase one. But the good news is I was spending my time living the life I want to live versus what society and my parents had told me to do. But I was still feeling like it was in charge of me. And I felt a little frazzled versus that feeling of spaciousness and ease. And I get to decide and all the things. So that was like phase one of using this process. And all of my clients say the same thing. Phase two, I follow my calendar by 80%. I feel spacious. I use it as a tool to align how I want to spend my time so that I live the life that I want to live. So 
there's time to focus and deliver, but it's not rushed. My calendar is no longer crammed with crazy getting shit done deliverables. And now following this calendar and aligning my calendar with my life, I've been able to fall more in love with myself because I use it to help me align how I spend my time with what's important to me. And I make decisions about how I spend my time and I have my back and I follow through. And if I change my mind and I wake up in the morning and I'm tired and I don't want to go to the gym at 7.30 in the morning, I look like, well, maybe at 4.30 I could go to the gym. And I like my reasons. I'm tired. My body needs rest, but I'm aligning what's important to me, which is going to the gym and feeling strong and having a consistent exercise program with my life. Phase two, my priorities are in my calendar. They all are. And they all align with my goals, with creating results in my business, with creating results with my coaching clients, with creating results with my tech clients. So my priorities for my life are in my calendar and my desire to create results that align with my goals are in my calendar. So really focusing on results, goals, achieving goals are also in my calendar. And so I've got three lessons that I teach and that I want to teach you today from using the calendar as a tool to align how I spend my time with what's important to me in all parts of my life. Now, remember, y'all, we've only got 24 hours in the day, okay? And there's no rush to get anything done. So this process I do every week, and it's about learning how to manage my brain and use my prefrontal cortex or my CEO brain and not my primitive brain Two, number one, make decisions. So remember, I am all about making decisions, liking your reasons and having your bat. So for example, I go to a hit class at 7.30 on Tuesday and Thursday mornings. If I wake up and I didn't get enough sleep or I got to bed a little later the night before and I feel tired, I don't go to hit class if I don't want to. I decide honoring my body is more important. So there's no shit talking myself. I like my reasons. I'm tired. I'm going to go back to sleep. I'm going to exercise later at 4.30 or I'm going to exercise tomorrow. So this is all about decisions at work. If you decide you're not going to work on that deliverable in the afternoon from 3 to 4.30, like your reasons why you made that decision. Have your back. There's no negative talking to yourself. Make a decision. You are never going to trash talk yourself. You're never going to do negative self-talk again. Number two, the second lesson from using this process is constraint. Remember, we only have X amount of hours for work this week. And it's important that you put in sleep and rest time and me time and you know, I have the fact that I meditate in the morning. I do thought work. I talk to my unseen spiritual team. I do all these things before I get in the office. I exercise. I don't get into the office, as I just mentioned, till nine. So all of that needs to go into your calendar. And then you've got work, right? And so, you know, this week, I may not have enough time to create three podcasts and get everything else done. So I'm going to practice constraint do one podcast this week because it's important that I exercise. I see my friends. I sleep eight or nine hours. So constraint, you're going to have to use your CEO brain, your prefrontal cortex to 
have constraint in terms of what you get done in this week. And what's going to come up is your brain's going to be like, oh my God, I need to over-deliver in these parts of my life. But you're overachievers. You're already, I know, over-delivering, okay? So you're going to have to learn that you're doing enough. You're going to have to break up with feeling like you're not doing enough. And by practicing constraints, you're going to take massive action. You're going to take lots and lots of action, which is going to be amazing. And not overdoing it on the action part, doing it so that it's enough and not that you have to prove anything. So notice that energy. Do I feel like I need to prove things or am I just calmly and peacefully and spaciously going about taking action and delivering? The third lesson is you're going to have to really notice all of those feelings that are going on in your body. And I used to feel overwhelmed every single day because I believed the thought in my brain. Remember, feelings come from thoughts. The thought was there's not enough time for me to get all these things done. Overwhelm, my beautiful friends, is an indulgent feeling. And so what I had to do with that indulgent feeling is really shift to that place of I'm enough. There's enough time. I will get enough done today of the deliverables and create enough results. And I'm enough. So I had to really notice the feelings of overwhelm, of self-doubt, and know that those are only going to stop me from thinking creatively, stop me from creating results. So I had to practice the skill of noticing my feelings, which are only ever going to come from what? This is a quiz, your thoughts. So with decisions, constraint, action, and noticing your indulgent feelings of overwhelm, for example, you decide what you want to accomplish at work, how you're going to spend time at work. Okay. So here's one thing I want you to do this week. I want you to plan out the next seven days of how you spend your time at work and outside of work. So it aligns to that incredible life that you want to live, right? You get to decide how to spend your time living the life you want versus what society, your parents, and all those subconscious limiting beliefs are telling you you should be doing every day of the week. And why I ask you to do this to plan the next seven days is then you're using your CEO brain or your prefrontal cortex. Okay. So plan it out for the next seven days. When the day comes up, be honest with yourself about whether there's some indulgent overwhelm or self-doubt going on that's stopping you from doing the things, or if it's time to honor your body, honor feeling tired, honor needing rest, honor needing more play in your life. Trust yourself. You will make the right decision. And what you will notice is in those seven days with the goal of working less, maybe you decide you take Friday off that week, right? So with the lens of how to easily work less daily in those seven days, plan out those seven days, okay? And know that it's not going to be perfect, but know that you're aligning your time to your priorities of working a little less while also achieving your goals and even nailing your goals and having a bit more calm, confidence, and spaciousness in your life to go do all those beautiful things you want to do when you close your laptop and head out at the end of the day. All right. 
You got this. Have a beautiful rest of your day. And I'll talk to you next week. If you're loving what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come and check out the Rockstar program. It's my coaching program where we take these neuroscience-based cognitive tools and we use them daily to break through burnout so you can fall passionately in love with your career. So join me over at sarahmoody.com. I would love to have you join me. You can also follow me at Sarah L. Moody on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. I can't wait to see you.